0: New England Patriots come to Buffalo to face the Bills at the Ralph. Coming off that uh, huge win over Indianapolis. A lot of people are saying Indy maybe wasn't uh, the team that they were supposed to be, but were the Bills a little bit better than the team you thought? I'm going to explain to you the importance of 142.2. 142.2. Now what's different about Buffalo? What's different about the Bills game this Sunday? Coming up the BSN 360 podcast. All right, so new england comes to town and uh the bills are a home dog new england uh favored by a point point. and for those of you in betting circles uh the bills will be getting a point at home which basically typically a home team will get three uh, will give three points will be a minus three at home uh home field advantage uh, however it works it's kind of funny you know, if you've ever bet a game, it's it's kind of amusing to me anyway, where these guys that uh, create these lines to, to begin the onset of the week and the way that the money flows, typically these lines are scary close. But uh, typically the home team will give three points, and in this case the Bills are getting a point at home, which means that uh, a lot of money on the New England Patriots. And by all rights, history has shown, what, 23 uh Brady's 23 wins with 3 losses versus the Bills. Not a surprise that they that they would be uh favored at the Ralph. You know, but I'm not so sure that history in this case is the best indicator of how the outcome of the game will go. A lot of uh different things I'll talk about a little bit later in the podcast as far as my observations about this Bills team in this year but what are the keys to the game you know I'll leave that to the to the guys on Twitter uh, to the guys on radio that can uh, that can talk to you about that you know stopping Gronkowski uh, you know the uh, the interior line is uh, has been discussed I think the Buffalo Bills defense is certainly uh, the key to the game Uh, Tyrod Taylor you might say his performance is also the key to the game I kind of believe that uh, if Tyrod has a serviceable game, uh, a decent game, that I think that the the Bills have the opportunity to mitigate any scoring by the Patriots' offense Uh, with the defensive play, and Tyrod can uh, put some points on the board, uh, that spells good things for the Buffalo Bills. I personally think that the game versus Indy was an eye-opener. And a lot of people are saying you cannot use that success versus Indy to kind of project how the the Bills will do versus New England. But is that is that really the case? I mean, the Bills looked pretty darn good versus the Colts who, what now? On one hand, you could say, hey, you know, the Colts are not who we thought they would be. And the Bills just played a good game and uh, outplayed them. But I don't know. The Colts, the Colts are still the Colts, and, and luck is still luck. And the Bills happen to put together quite a good performance. And I think that is an indication of the talent of this Bills roster. Now, something funny happened on Twitter. And, and I, I tell you, the thing, the thing about social media for me is If you're not entertained by it, you're not following the right people. If you are on Twitter, you choose who you follow, and you can also choose who not to follow. And if your Twitter timeline is not entertaining, newsworthy, and otherwise something that uh, you look forward to checking on a daily basis uh, many times throughout the day, then you're not doing it right. Follow the right people. I'm not going to mention any names, but there is a particular person on Twitter that I've recently, like the, the skies opened up and the sun shi- shined down on me and I finally realized what this cat is about on Twitter. And I, I can't use the word troll to describe this person. I can't use the word troll because that's, to, to me now, that's a negative term. Entertainer. Entertainer, yes. Not mentioning mentioning any names, but th- there's someone on Twitter I just absolutely adore. Is one of the one of the best follows that I have. So anyhow, on Twitter, a lot of things went down. Most notably, there was uh, this guy named uh, Bill's Mafia Grip, who put together GoFundMe to get the Guinness Book of World World Records to come to the Ralph to record the decibel level of the crowd in hopes of beating the current Guinness Book of World Record for loudest outdoor crowd, which would be the Kansas City Chiefs fans, at a decibel level of 142.2. I have so many questions about this. So many questions about this process. Does does a guy come with like a wand with like a microphone does he like point it out into the uh into the crowd at to, uh, everyone at any given point during the game? Uh is it a stationary microphone? Uh is it is it not a microphone? Is it something even more uh scientifically I don't know created to record decibel levels? Uh, will there be an announcement, hey, you know, everyone, three, two, one, let's go try to be the loudest crowd possible in the history of the world? Is it is it staged like that? Is it just like, all right, ready, let's go, let's be loud? Or is it going to be spontaneous and there'll be microphones, uh, you know, throughout the entire uh, Ralph recording the entire game? You know, these are these are things that I I want to know, and if it's just spontaneous, you know when the the loudest the loudest noise will be. It's going to be early on on the third and long. Uh, that or when Brady comes out of the out of the tunnel. But that's another thing. I mean, it, is everyone going to be in their seats at that time? Probably not. So, this Bills mafia grip has this GoFundMe to. Uh, bring Guinness Book of World Records down to uh, the Ralph on Sunday which which really just adds to a lot of the headlines but it is intriguing uh, the Bills stadium about 71,000 I think I think if I if I recall from reading the article I don't have it in front of me they're like 5,000 or 6 5 or 6,000 short of Kansas City's Uh, attendance and other things that I've been reading on Twitter is that the the Ralph is not built for it's not conducive for loud noise, it's not a closed bowl and which brings me to another thing there's precedent for an open stadium, Uh, Clemson Clemson Death Valley was number 5 on the list of loudest outdoor stadiums and they had 81,000 Uh, capacity, which is significantly, that's, you know, 10,000 more. And these are young kids. That's going to be tough to beat. Uh, Clemson, by the way, here I have a note, 125 decibels compared to 142.2 for the Chiefs. And that Clemson Death Valley is an open stadium similar to the Ralph. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm going to say that we do not beat Clemson. That uh, Buffalo crowd noise should come in below Clemson. Now, are, are Bills fans capable of breaking this record? Of course, and I hope they do. But, And, and are Bills fans with a, a few drinks in them more capable of being louder and more boisterous than uh, sober college kids on a Saturday? Maybe. But I'm going to go on record to say the bills come in below 125 decibels. Don't hate me. And speaking of that, what is with what is with this? Uh, it's been coined the "no fun" police. What is with the pushback that I've read on Twitter? The those that are responding to raising $8,000 to get. Uh, the Guinness Book of World Records into the Ralph to measure crowd noise. And and I see people that say, oh my goodness, why would you raise $8,000 for such an endeavor when you can donate that money to schools, you could donate that money to charity? Uh, I sent out a very vague tweet, and it basically just said, why don't we, instead of buying Bill's tickets... Instead of paying for uh, the gas that t- it takes to get to the game, instead of paying for the beer, the food, all of the tailgating expenses, uh, parking, uh, don't pay for the popcorn, don't pay for the, the peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Just donate that money to charity. In fact, don't buy a car. It, let's, let's not buy houses. Just donate all your money to charity. Uh, relinquish yourself of all personal uh, possessions. Just get rid of all material possessions and donate that money to charity. I mean, come on. People got together to do something fun. They, they did so on their own accord. Some people donated uh, a lot of money. Some people donate, donated a few bucks. But collectively, a whole bunch of people got $8,000 plus to get Guinness Book of World Records to the Ralph. And they chose to do so. That's no different than going out and buying a coffee for those of you that, uh, that drink coffee on a daily basis. It's just no different. Just, just get out of here with all this. Why not donate to charity that this was some kind of a foolish endeavor? Please. So now moving on to uh, my, final, my final segment today. I had to get this out there, and I hope this posts to iTunes in time. I wanted to talk a little bit about what's different about Sunday. And to me, there's a big difference about Sunday. Let's start with this. Not too long ago, the Buffalo Bills were for sale, and there was a threat that this team be moved out of Buffalo. Our beloved Bills would be moved out, and there was a threat that there were other ownership groups that could come in and, God forbid, take them up north to Canada. Well, that's really something that's no longer a storyline. We we kind of don't think about that too much. At, at least I don't. The bills are here to stay. And that is one notable piece of the, I don't know, there's a, there's a timeline. And that to me is one very big piece of the timeline whereby the bills are now in Buffalo here to stay our team that sort of begins a new era if you want to look at it that way now we can't we can 't forget about the past you know the past defines us we we know that, but we went into kind of a new direction you know there there was a, a new ownership group a, a new a new set of opportunities ahead of us. The sky was a limit. And we knew that. You know, indicated by the fact that immediately after Pagula purchased the team, there's discussion about having a new arena downtown, a new stadium downtown. All of these things, the skies just opened up and we had an opportunity to to just refresh ourselves and, and not be so cowardly and fearful. But a lot of that cowardness and fearful and small-town little man syndrome still exists. You know, Buffalo has been in a a state of resurgence recently with uh, Canal Side. The city of Buffalo has been in a turnaround. And that, I believe, when you look at it from the standpoint of citizens of Buffalo that has been quite nice uplifting and you know the you know the sky's sunnier a little bit more than it is cloudy the city of Buffalo is definitely kind of a come around a little bit if you will and with regards to its sports teams with regards to the Bills I still feel like we have this this illness that still perpetuates itself. Like uh, we are our own worst enemy kind of thing. Whereby we are the downtrodden bills. We 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 fail to succeed. Tom Brady owns the bills. You know, th- th- all of these things that you that you hear out there that it's surprisingly very loud on social media but this little man syndrome that Buffalo has, is it really, can't we get past that? Do we deserve to get past that? Do we deserve anything? Are we entitled to be successful as a franchise, the Buffalo Bills, are we entitled? Well, a good manager that I had always said to us that you're entitled to nothing. And I think that although that sounds very very gloomy when you're entitled to nothing you start with nothing and then everything that you have above and beyond that is something wonderful and I think that this Sunday's Bills game represents something so much bigger than just 11 on 11 guys playing football what this Sunday represents is an opportunity to at least begin to cleanse ourselves of that little man syndrome that us Buffalo Bills fans have. And if we don't use this opportunity to use this as a cleansing, then shame on us. And the fans can even be a part of this cleansing because they'll be measured. They will. There will be microphones that will measure the energy in the stadium. And it's an opportunity for us to yell and scream and root for our team in hopes that they win and that something changes. And it can change. And it will change on Sunday. Because the Buffalo Bills are going up against the bully, the quiet bully, the, the Belichick coached Patriots are the quiet assertive confident team. No, the Bills aren't the bully. You know, it's not it's not Rex's team being a bully. The Patriots are the bully. And they're going to be in the schoolyard on Sunday. And it's an opportunity for the Buffalo Bills playing a team playing a team game in a sport that has nothing to do with the city of Buffalo, but has everything to do with their own franchise. It's an opportunity for them to make a difference and change and change a lot of things to eliminate that little man syndrome on the field and the one that also exists off the field. Because championship teams, they don't talk like us Bills fans do they don't they don't say well you know it's it's that's the way the bills do it or uh you know it's just there's your typical bills now we're going to get away from that and here's here's why from ownership down to GM to the coach things are set and that's fine because the way things are basically when you have that set in stone and there's no question about ownership and leadership, then it comes down to comes down to the team. And what is it about the team that's different? Well you have a coach. You have a coach like Rex. Who not only motivates but he's kind of a get after it guy. Get after it out there on the field. And the players seem to respond to that. So you have the leadership and you have a coach that you can get behind. And really then, when it comes down to the field, what, what is it exactly that makes a team better than another team? You start with the talent. Do the Bills have the talent to beat the Patriots? I say resoundingly yes. And when it comes to coaching on the field during the game, do they have the smarts? Do they have the team that's set up to to build a game plan against the Patriots to cover Gronk? I say resounding yes. There's something that happens when a team is prepared very well and you have the talent and you have the coaching there comes execution. Now players often talk about being in the zone and getting in the zone. This is a result of being able to be prepared. And when the team, when the Buffalo Bills are prepared, they have the talent, they have the coaching, and they are able to execute and maybe achieve that level of, of zone. That's the difference between this year's Buffalo Bills and the past. You got a fiery coach, you got a fiery team, you have the talent, you have the coaching, and you have the ability to execute. That's what makes this team different from years past. And this team doesn't carry with it any of the little man syndrome disease that has plagued this team in years past, especially versus the Patriots. Not one of the members of this team will have any residual feeling of that little man syndrome. They will not have it. Fred Jackson was the last to go. So that's what's different about this team. And you got a Rex Ryan team, not a bully, no. Not a bully. Assertive, swagger, the Rex effect. And This Buffalo Bills team on Sunday is different, and it will behave different. This is a time in Buffalo where the cliches actually fit. You know teams say we're going to go out and we're going to perform the best that we can. We're going to put our we're going to put our nose we're, we're basically going we're going to work our hardest to to pull this off and we're, we're going to do the best we can we're going to go out and we're going to execute we're going all those cliches they're, they're true. In this case on Sunday. And the Bills, no, no, the Bills aren't a bully. They just got swagger now. And that swagger will pay off on Sunday. I think the Bills will win. I think the Bills will actually win by more than a touchdown. Everyone's calling for a close game. The Bills will win. And it's going to be a cleansing for the fan base. It's going to be a cleansing for the team and for the city of Buffalo that's coming out of this fog It will be one giant step towards eliminating this little man syndrome. No more woe is us. Championship teams don't say, well, you know, this is what happened, you know. Uh, Championship teams don't have heroes on the team that are there for the moral support and moral uh, representation of the hardworking city of Buffalo and all that stuff. No. There is an intersection of the fan base, the city, and the team. But this Sunday's game, the Bills are going to go play football. And they're going to be a rabid dog. And the Patriots they may be prepared for the Bills, but no matter how much you prepare for an angry dog, if that dog has the will in the fight as the Bills do, if that dog has the will in the fight to rip your arm off, that dog will win. This is going to be a smack in the face to the Patriots by Rex Ryan and the Buffalo Bills. And I'll be there on Sunday, and I hope we beat that record. For loudest crowd noise but the fact is is this bill's win will mean more than wins that i can remember in my lifetime the bills are going to smack the patriots in the mouth they will make a change in the little man syndrome that we all possess we're getting out of this buffalo we're going to beat new england What's worse is all the coke The ice that numbs my throat If only for the night My muscles Will contract, your bones will crack It's just a fact, cause I am here to